Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that Live from Setagaya, Japan. This is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two dudes open a box of NBA trading cards and draft a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter, and with me, as always, is the Essex Assassin, the British bully, and the English Enigma, Mr. Ian Rudd. I, I forgot about my nicknames. I get one a new one every week. That's right. You get a new nickname every week based on uh, how offended I get, either by beating me or by your talking or however. But I like that I always keep those three every season. Every season. That's the nice. Essex Assassin, where you're from, uh-huh. the British bully. Also where I'm from. <laughs> The English Enigma. Also where I'm from. Yeah, okay. So they're not very original names. But okay. you know what is original? Mm. Season three is here. This bloody podcast is original. That's right. No. Uh, it's been a while, Pete. Yeah, it's been, I, dare I say, 16, 17 months. Jeez, Louise. And in that time, you have become a Twitch all-star. Well, well, thanks. I think I would I would be the reserve team on the Twitch All-Star game. If we're looking at the roster of Twitch talent, oh. and uh, what, 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 would you be a starter? You're oh, saying? certainly or, not. Okay. I, would, I would be deep in the reserves, maybe a fan vote. You're on the Santa Cruz Warriors. Yes. Uh, okay. I'm on the All-Star of the AAA affiliate. But here's the, here's the exciting thing, is that in these past 16, 17 months, we have some new... Some new things about our life, a lot of new changes. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is we finally, after months of searching, found a new box of cards. Yeah, and what an era as well, 2004, 2005, as we discussed in the preview episode. The other, uh, season one and season two was great, but this, I'm so ha- I'm so looking forward to this season, especially because these are players, we should know every single one of them. Absolutely. And if you're c- kind of confused, if this is your first episode, let me lay it out for you. Mm. Magic on the Blacktop is a podcast where each week, Ian and I, we open a pack of old trading cards. These are genuinely, these are, these are 20, nearly 20 years old. Yep. Unopened. Unopened. We opened. Cost a fortune. <laughs> it certainly did. And we open uh, a pack of unopened cards. And we get to pick one player from that pack to add onto our team. Now, there are some rules about that, but we'll get into that later. Mm. After 12 episodes, we will have a full team and we will put them against each other on a CPU game from that era and maybe, see who drafted the best team. Maybe SNES, maybe PlayStation no, 1. No, no, no. We don't know yet. not SNES. Okay, it's we do SNES. know. They don't, <laughs> I know. It's going to be... When did the PlayStation 2 come out? It's going to be the PlayStation 2. I can almost certainly guarantee that, or you okay. can go Dreamcast. Okay, so okay. It's, it's kind of where we want to go, but PS2 is definitely in play. We have uh, the Dreamcast. So we've got modern, quote-unquote, okay. technology. So this is going to be awesome. But yeah, we build a team. There are rules around it, and I think... It's going to be the best season yet. Well, I should hope so. And we've got people playing along as well. We, uh, You wasn't sure if we wanted to go down that route, but the people have spoken, Pete. Yes. The Cheryl Ford Classic, at least three people are interested. <laughs> Cheryl Ford, famously the one NBA player who once liked a comment of ours on Instagram, I think. Um, that will be the part of the show where we discuss what who people have drafted. Just to clarify, each week on our Discord server, if you're part of the Cheryl Ford Classic, if you're playing along with us, go there before each episode comes out 
out. Let us know who's packed your backing. Are you backing Pete this week? Are you backing Ian this week? And then, after you've made your decision, you can choose a player from that person's packs. And yeah, each team will hopefully be very different given the new rules of this season. But if you're listening from far into the future, you can still check out the archived threads to see... I guess which weeks who did the best drafting who did the it's yeah. always good for a laugh to revisit yeah so. and on the website too we've got uh, I, I summarized like a little season one season two summary so we can see uh, what happened in those as well so other than that it's time for our very first segment I, I'm trying to remember it's been a long time is this where the, the jingle comes in where it's like the weekly discussion time it's the weekly discussion time is that right there you go. Was you, I got it? Well, I presume so. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. But hopefully you at home would have just heard the real jingle after Pete gave his version. I think it should have been quite similar. Um, it's week one. Nothing to discuss, well, obviously, during... Well, we've got 17 months of stuff yeah. to discuss. But nothing to discuss regarding the show. However, I've got a little something to tell you. Okay. Which I think you're vaguely aware of because I told you about this. So I moved house in January. And at the time of moving, I was uh, obviously, I moved into an empty apartment. I wanted to decorate it. Mm. And I thought, you know what? One thing I'd really like to do, I'd like to buy three NBA trading cards. I don't own any NBA trading cards. Like the boxes we had before, they're somewhere in storage, but I don't actually have a collection or anything. However, I wanted to get like six jersey cards of players Ooh. I really like who have you know a little card with a little bit of the jersey on it I was going to get these two frames that I was going to have like three in one three in the other put magnets on it stick it on the fridge that's nice and so this was like December November I guess and I found a set that has these not only jersey cards they're actually quite affordable and they're some really great players players I really liked and they had like 24 so I could just choose my six favorite players I managed to choose all six of them now one coincidence is it's actually from the exact same set of cards that we have for These season ones. three. The bazooka, exactly. the bazooka tops. Complete coincidence. Complete coincidence. <laughs> Ow. But here's the thing. I'm going to pull out. This is the first time you might have seen these, Pete. I've I, got my... Have you seen these? Did I show no, you these before? No, Okay, well, you'll notice there's a big space in one of the frames because one of the six cards didn't show up. I got, I got, I got conned. Did you pay for it? I paid for it. I got it <laughs> refunded, but... If you were to pick a player uh-huh. who's not going to show up to practice. Oh, this is so easy. Who's going to just laugh in his GM's face. Oh, yeah. Who would it be? Well, this is a one and done. It's okay. Well, I have to question why you chose him, but it's got to be Jason Kidd. It Kidd. absolutely yeah, is I Jason Kidd. I knew it. He was the biggest no-show and scumbag. The man never fails to let us down in one way or another. You got him and he didn't even show up? No. This, did so, the other so five The arrive? other five cards, because like, obviously I'm ordering these all from the States. So they all came one by one over like a couple of months. You know, it took a long time during the pandemic. And it was like shipping trading cards. You just, you know, probably on the back of a boat for a long time. <laughs> I got six. I got five cards. Let me tell you who they are quickly. Okay. On one frame, mm-hmm. Mike Bibby. Oh, awful choice. Yao Ming. Great choice. Peja Stoyakovich. Even, well, I'd say equally as good. Gary the Glove, Peyton. Oh, yeah. My personal, actually, I think my favorite is Yao Ming, but uh, Baron Davis. You love Baron I Davis. Do love he B. was Diddy. a warrior legend. I do love B. Diddy. So I've got five. So <laughs> what I'm getting to, I'm sorry this has taken so long, is basically if there are any autograph, if there are any jersey cards in this box, which uh-huh. there should be two, I think. Um, <laughs> Can I have one to finish my collection, I'll please? I'll consider it. Depends on the player. However, if it's Jason Kidd, I'd rather you eat it. <laughs> well, I have the... If, if, if you remember, you gifted me a, a Eduardo Nahara game-worn jersey card. I did. 
So and I'm it? looking for a running mate with the Eduardo <laughs> okay. Nahara All-Stars. Okay, so. well, let me just say this. I'm going to put photos. If you check out the, Dis- the Discord server now, you will see in the episode one uh, thread, you'll see my pictures of these five cards, and you'll see uh, a big Jason Kidd-shaped gap, which I'm not happy about. <laughs> but Well, the- congratulations on at least getting the box. And But there were two players, actually, that I would have preferred over... Several of these. Oh, players. so there. Oh, I see. So you were limited by the choices well, available. Well, not kind all of. twenty-four were available, and a couple were too expensive. I see. So what are we looking for? We could potentially get okay a Tim Duncan. Oh, I hate Tim Duncan anyway. You monster. He's so boring. And a Manu Ginobili, who uh, I presume you spur. also. Okay, well I can Just, have. You can okay. have both those. Okay, I you. guarantee you, if this is Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili, I'll also order you a steak dinner with no. Just, oh, there's a Shaq one as well. I'll take that gladly. Okay, we'll all right, see. so the, the, well, we're getting all geeked out because if you didn't grow up in this era, trading cards were kind of a big deal when we were growing up. And yeah, apparently massively. they're now because they cost. $2,500 for a box of cards. That's the thing, and it seems to have jumped a lot over the last few years, but the reason we could get this one, 2004, 2005, relatively cheaply, I say $440 isn't cheap, but compared to other boxes, it is cheap because the rookies this year, it's all about the rookie cards. If it was a year earlier, it would have been LeBron rookie cards. Oh, and Dwayne Carmel- Wade, Exactly. You're talking, you could sell those individually for a lot of money. That's why they cost so much. This year, it's Dwight Howard, uh, Emeka Okafor, and some other... Who knows? Also, but, it's the Topps Bazooka cards, which I don't yeah. think were very prestigious. They've got a bit of a comic element to them. They do. They're and what's cool. hilarious, I've seen, uh, I don't know much about these cards, but obviously I've got a few of the Jersey ones. And I, when I was buying those, I saw some other like comic strip ones they got. Oh, and cool. the, it looks like, I don't know if you're familiar with like the Beano or, or any, just some kind of like crudely drawn, like back of a newspaper kind of. Well, yeah. Bazooka Joe was a comic. Is it related? Yeah, Bazooka's the bubblegum brand that was an American classic. And so it has some synergy with its original comic from like the 40s. Speaking of bubblegum. Oh, boy. (laughs) There is 22-year-old. There is. is 18-year-old bubblegum. And it still has the nutrition facts. Although this is concerning. On the box here, it says nutrition facts for one piece of gum. Right next to it is also a warning of tattoo ingredients. (laughs) Are there tattoos? It's, it's, it's like we, we might have tattoos to brand ourselves. All right, let us know on the Discord, but we need a, maybe a who won the week punishment. You either have, you either have to get a tattoo, <laughs> a temporary tattoo of Mecca Okafor, <laughs> or you have to eat the 20-year-old gum. Yeah. We'll see. So if you could get an NBA face tattooed on your body, who would it be? A current player or no, this from, era? No, from this era. You just get um, like a shoulder face. I think I'd go with Ben Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a great look. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be afraid not to pick him because he was the, the baddest man on like the NBA at this time. Yeah, the great yeah. enforcer. One of my favorite players from this era. Absolutely. Quickly. Yeah. We're stating right now, season one, if you could get one player to lead your team, who's the ultimate player you could draft from this box of cards? It's got to be the guy who's gotten me this far from season one and season two. Who is the man that can jam over any man? Shaq! You want Shaq? I want Kobe. Well, I mean, Kobe, you know, Shaq had just been traded to the Heat, I believe, on this season. Really? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I, I think so. So Shaq would be on his way out, but you know what? I, I'm keeping my options open. I've been burned in the past by picking favorites, and this time I'm just going to see what the cards give. But mm-hmm. before we get to that... Indeed, we have our other segment. <laughs> Mystery, Mystery Player! player. 
That's it. As I mentioned in the preview show for this season, we're not going to do one player that spans the entire season. We are just going to do a weekly mystery player. If you know the answer in the Discord, please let us know. You get one guess per person. Got to be very strict on that because the people with the most right answers at the very end of the series will figure out some way to do some kind of live online call-in kind of quiz or something like that. So today's mystery player clues. i got three of them. Ready for this? Mm -hmm. Okay, today's mystery player. And, you know, these clues could apply to a number of players, but basically you got to think of who I'm thinking of in my head. Are you ready? Yes. This mystery player was an icon of 90s basketball. 90s basketball? Well, he's probably still playing now. I okay. Uh, he was a two-time All-Star. Ooh. He was a Mr. Insert state name here. So it could be like Mr. California. Yep. Okay. Basketball player. And he is also, like our previous mystery player, he has also appeared in one or more movies. Oh, cool. I got some ideas, but I'm going to... I mean, the, the movies from this... Can I, can I name some movies or should I keep that secret? Certainly. you got Blue Chips. Yep. You've got... He Got Game. Yep. Uh... That's all I remember. Eddie comes up a lot. Eddie, Eddie comes up a lot. We've got Space Jam. You never know. Oh, yeah. It could be Jordan, I believe. It could be Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Bill Murray, well done. Uh, um, but that's this week's mystery player. Uh, like I said, it doesn't matter if you're wrong. Like I said, these these that clue, those three clues probably apply to more than one player. So you get the right point. At the end of uh, at the beginning of next week's show, I'll announce who the correct answer I was thinking of. And like I said, the two or three players who have the most... Correct answers at the end of the series will compete head-to-head -head in a live phone-in on the show. Okay, so are we ready? All right, say it. I know you've been waiting a year and a half for this. A year and a half. To the packs! Ah, that felt great, just to uncork that still, briefly. Still has the cling film. Uh... Still has the cling film. I'm going to go over the rules really quickly. Oh, there's one big difference this there's year. There's a huge difference. Mm. I'm going to be as concise as possible. This year, we are doing something called a popper draft. And what that means is we are limiting ourselves to three all-stars per team. Before, it was best card in the pack, it's yours. As long as it's not a duplicate, which is no duplicates, of course. Well, that's one thing to make clear as well, that we can't have the same player can't on have each the same team. Player. Yeah. So we can only choose three all-stars within the last three years. So if it's an aged all-star in the twilight of his career, it's cool. If it's an all if it's a young player who hasn't had an all-star appearance yet, but went on to great things, that's cool too. Yep. But that's the limitation. Now, the risk with that would be, can we craft a team of knowledgeable role players? And the timing in which we take our all-stars is very important. Well, I love this extra complexity because it really makes you have to think. And it will really you have to make some, some big brain GM decisions right now. Finally. Because do you, do you, you can't just take the best player always because maybe in a couple of weeks' time, there'll be a better player who would be one of those three role players. So to make this simpler... Actually, in the preview show, I think we said the last two years, but let's go with the last three. Last three years is easier. <laughs> and uh, that's lucky you say that because I've made a list of the last three uh, years, the rosters from the whole from both teams from the All-Star Games. There are 76 total players. Wow. Obviously, a lot of those players are going to appear in one more than one All-Star Game. Oh. So that gives us a final list of 39 names. So 39 names are the eligible All-Stars to put on our teams. Exactly. So we can only have three of them each per team. The others... Just can't join. You know what else is going to be great is for the Cheryl Ford Classic, there'll be some real diversity in team building. I'm yeah. really looking forward to this little wrinkle. Who out of us do you think is going to pick Jamal McGlaw? 
Almost certainly that would be you. <laughs> or Brad Miller. I might take Brad Miller. Yeah, okay. he, he was a stretch. Stretch four. Um, for the 39 names, do you reckon you could read them out in one minute? Or should I we could just do let, it in one okay. minute. I could easily do this it in list, one minute. By the time the show goes out, the list will be on the Discord server. Please check it out. But Pete is going to give okay. us in alphabetical order. Here are, the, here are the all-stars that we can choose for our team. Alan Iverson, Alonzo Mourning, Andre Kirilenko, Antoine Walker, Baron Davis, Ben Wallace, Brad Miller, Chris Webber, Dikembe Mutombo, Dirk Nowitzki, Elton Brand, Gary Payton, Jamal McGlore, Jamal Mashburn, Jason Kidd. <laughs> no, no one's choosing him. Jermaine O'Neal, Carl Malone, Kenyon Martin, Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan? Well, was it like his farewell? Did he wow. make one all-star game as a wizard? I don't know. But That's it? amazing. Michael Red, Paul Pierce, Pedro Stoyakovich, Ray Allen, Ron Artest, Sam Cassell, Shaquille O'Neal, Sharif, Abdul Rahim, Sean Marion, Stefan Marbury, Steve Francis, the franchise, Steve Nash, Tim Duncan, Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, Wally Zerbiak. <laughs> He's a great player. Yao Ming and Zadrunas Ilgauskas. What a collection of people. Interesting. I think not all of these are going to be... I don't think Jordan is playing still. That's my feeling, is that 0405, He that might have been in the three years window an extra level of complexity we have to figure out which of these people are actually well, in the game as long as we figure out you know we only get three from yeah. that list yeah three each from that list or two or one or none if you want to go weird and just choose role players or young rookies to lead your team it's up to you who was the guy in the Cheryl Full classic who only picked like Europeans no there was one there was one guy and it was the uh, the juggalos and he he just picked anyone over seven feet tall he lost by 71 points <laughs> Okay, let's open this box. All right, I'm going to let you do the honors. Here they are. It's still shrink-wrapped. If you check the Discord, there is a picture of it in its... I hope you did take a picture of it. I'm about to open it. I, I have already taken a picture of it. Very exciting to uh, finally get our hands on a pack of unopened cards. Look at that. That You might get... I'm not smelling that. It's been in a... I think that's where COVID started. That you just inhaled gum fumes. Okay. Oh man. Oh man. Let's look. One ninety nine each. These cost. Well, a little bit more for us. <laughs> One small Hold difference on. that we need to probably uh, say is that we are allowing inserts this year because there's only eight cards per pack, down from the normal ten to twelve. Right. Oh, we are allowing inserts. I think it's. Well, with this new pulper rule. Yeah, I think it's like you know. Okay, if I can. Do you know how out. to open a box? Well, I'm trying to make it look like you know if you went into like a, a card oh, store no, and they no, have no, like that's the cool. box yeah, on display. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. There's a way you can fold it. Hold on. Oh, oh that's amazing. That looks great. Look Hold at on. that. Hold on. Yo. Hold on. Photo for the Discord. Oh, you want to hold it, please? Yeah, I got it. Let me. Go. Uh... There you are. Do I look uh... terrifying? All right, that's about right. Let's take a look. Luckily, Ben Wallace saves the photo. Okay, so. You want to pick one? Yeah, but you know what? Maybe this time we can't be greedy. We just... The box of fate has been opened and we just take... Pick from the top? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you know. each week. Left, uh, I quite like the randomness, though. All I right, like... all right. I'll let you pick your pack first. I want to go with the top one. <laughs> you idiot! Okay, I'll, I'll try to be a little unique then, and I'll go I'll go four down on, the, on this side. Okay, so wait. Now, don't touch that pack, mister, because that's technically... I know. There you go. I'm giving you my pack... I've taken yours. This always confuses me, but yep, we're Now we're we get good. to decide. Uh, I can feel the piece of gum, I think. Or it could be a very thick tattoo. But we got a John Kim to see who opens first. Saisho, Gu, John Kim, Poit, Aiko, Sho, Sho. All right, you win. I think you just did a weird hesitation move. I, uh, no, I Do got you in your brain. I, I was in there. Okay. Do you want to have your card read first, or do you want to give me mine? 
And the format of the show is he's going to name a player, and we're going to tell you what we know about it and some interesting facts before passing it on. I'm going to read your cards to you first. How about okay, that? Okay, so I'm going to not even open yours yet. This is going to be tough to draft. That is a some, big sticker That is gun. a huge piece. That's bazooka, baby. Okay. It still, it doesn't snap. It's still flexible. Oh, let me just snap it I think it's bit. made of pure chemicals okay. and sugars. Well, we'll see that. So, okay, well, it comes with like eight cards and one tiny little card unless this <laughs> unless this one is a misprint the, the first card I've got def- I got like a misprint there's a card deformed, there's a deformed card and it feels like there's way more than eight hold on one, two, one, two, three. hold on sorry it says 24 packs eight cards per pack yeah well one card is like smaller than all the rest okay one so- card is as thick as four cards <laughs> um I don't know what's going on. But anyway, we're just going to treat each one as a normal card. Well, right? we'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, what's the first card? We say no insert cards. But there's a couple of players. I think LeBron, they have their own kind of like cartoon strip thing. So let's count those out. It has to be a, like a... Do I have a LeBron cartoon strip? No, no, no. Strip? I haven't looked. Okay. I do have But we'll, <laughs> It'd be an interesting wrinkle. We'll know what we're talking about once we get into it. Okay, but okay. there are certain inserts. So I think there's like several. There's a whole... Yeah, anyway. Okay. Your first card. Yes. He's a big man. Ooh, you know, I still like the big man position. And if you're not going for an all-star, could be, uh, this could be a good choice. Nickname is the caveman. The caveman? Chris Kamen. Oh, of course. I don't want Chris Kamen on my team. Seven foot tall. Was he on the Cavs at this time, or did he already move on to a new place? I don't know if he ever played at the Cavs, did he? Did he not? Um, I always picture him at the Clippers. That's which right. is indeed where he was. This was uh, So last year was his first year in the league. As only the second rookie Clipper ever to play 82 games... Cayman was second among NBA frosh in blocks per game and third in field goal percentage. <laughs> he collected a pair of 12 rebound games and on March 27th versus Minnesota, he bucketed a season high in 19 points. Do you want to know the bazooka fun fact? Chris yeah, Kamen? I'd love to. Chris Howes from Wyoming, Michigan, uh, where he graduated among a class of 47 from Tri-Unity Christian High School. That's a bit fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. See, I think this he is... He graduated cool. high school? Well, I'm, well, I'm a surprise no, okay. this year, so. <laughs> I think the, the interesting fact is how small the graduating class was. Oh. I mean, I was in a graduating class of over 450 people. Okay. So okay. there are scales. So, you know what is interesting is that this this... I'm giving my prompts to the bazooka trading cards because it was usually up to us to look up stupid facts about them. Now we just read the cards. Now he's got to read the cards. It's much easier. So Chris Kamen, I know that you mentioned it, it would be a fine, serviceable big man if I'm looking for. But you know, for episode one, yeah, season three, and a, my choice is Chris Kamen. You need a big, sexy star for season for yeah, episode come one. Come on, I'm not gonna do that. Okay, but do let's you, see. Do you have a tiny card at the front of yours, or is Chris Kamen an uh, anomaly? Maybe, maybe it's like a. The, don't look at my cards. I, I don't want to, you to see anything. Okay, I'm not looking. Yeah, I got. Is there a tiny one at the front? I haven't. Give me a damn second. There is. I have a little baby. I think that's a rookie. I think that no, the, those not. are the rookies. Well, no, because they had these stats. They had about why, him. Why is there a a baby card? I don't know. They that doesn't make any sense. No, that's okay. There's one baby card per pack, and yours is a great guard. Mm. I don't think he was on our all-star list. In fact, I'm certain he wasn't. Ooh. But he definitely was relevant in this era as a running mate to King James for at least a moment or two. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it Mo Will? No, I oh. think I was wrong anyway. But this is Mr. <laughs> Eric Snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great player. Eric Snow, yeah. So he was drafted in the second round in 1995. There goes my idea of it being a rookie card. Well, Literally <laughs> seven years prior. I think Eric Snow was one year away from joining the coaching team at that point. <laughs> uh, he, okay. uh, he, Eric Snow has come up in season, definitely season two, yeah. potentially season one. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you know that he is a respected throughout the NBA as a complimentary player? 
who makes his teammates better after starting his last 225 games for the 76ers. That's right, he was with AI. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. He moves to Cleveland for 0405, where he relieves LeBron James of some ball handling responsibilities. Yeah. Bazooka's fun fact Eric's mm. brother, Percy, was a linebacker at Michigan State and a first round draft pick of the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a fun fact. How many were in his graduating class? Um, it doesn't say. Uh, the question is, do you know the Michigan State team? Um, Spartans. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Mateen Cleaves. Yeah. Tom Izzo. You know such bizarre random players. They're my favorites. Dan Dickow. Oh, yeah. Mateen Cleaves is my favorite. So, Eric Snow, a pretty solid start. Yeah. Yeah, you could do worse than that. Well, if I don't pick an all-star this week, I could do a lot worse than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah certainly. The next player, uh, he was on our all-star list. <gasps> don't say Zadrunas Ogalskis. No, I would say this is probably his prime. Wow. Last year averaged 20.1 points a game. Whoa. He's one of those guys who just stayed in the league maybe a little bit too long. So his oh. name was kind of, but still good. Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. Famously, Pacers Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, exactly. Famously came into, I, he, I don't think he went to college. I think he was one of the original, like straight out of high school. Like uh, the big ticket, Kevin Garnett. Exactly. Like. Picked in the, with the 17th overall pick in 1996 by the Trailblazers. At 26, O'Neal's career is just getting rolling, but he's already on a roll. That's just a terrible sentence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the third quickest NBA era Pacers to reach 5,000 points. He ranked 16th in the NBA in scoring last season. He was even better in total block shots and rebounds. His fun fact, Jermaine's favorite food is jerk chicken, which he eats a lot of. He says to keep his weight up. That's I kind of like yeah. him more now. Yeah, like That's awesome because he was always kind of lean. And one of the things you could exploit was if you had some size. Yeah. And he, he really was out of position. He's, I think, like in today's game, he would almost be almost certainly like what? Yeah, he, a power he played for, forward or he small play, exactly, forward. He, no, no, he's definitely a forward. He's six eleven, uh, like a power forward. And he played for the Warriors for a while at the very end of his career, just when they got like David Lee and Steph was just getting going. So I have very David fond Lee, memories the Florida of, Gators legend. Yeah, that's him. All right. Well, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna be pretty excited about your next card. I think he, I. It's been 17 months since we've played this game. But I think he was on one of our teams before. He is a Detroit Piston now, which is coming off, I believe, their championship season, or they're about to win the championship around this time. Mm -hmm. It is, I'm trying to remember, I think his nickname is uh, Dice. Oh, okay. Antonio McDice. He must be 44 years old. He might be very old. He's 6'9", 245, which is a, he's a big lump. Yeah. He was drafted in 95. So you said that Jermaine O'Neal was drafted in 96? Yeah, but he was like 17, oh, 17 when he drafted. Yeah. McDice already had three kids. I think he and was a, 31 a, when he was drafted. <laughs> McDice's arduous road to recovery from knee problems that nipped an all-star career in the bud continued in 0304. You're selling him to me. <laughs> okay. Selling him to me. Uh, you know... With some encouraging signs in his final 13 game, all starts, he shot 538 and averaged 8.7 points and 8.3 rebounds per contest. Bazooka fun fact. In 97-98, Antonio threw down 202 dunks, second in the in the NBA, only to uh, Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. What, what year was that he did that? 9798. Oh yeah, it's like 10 <laughs> years before these cars. <laughs> well, well, second to Shaq's uh, 233. Here's the, you know, was that the fun fact? It was. And it looks like he's just just doing the photo op because he has to. Yeah. No, I, I got excited. I thought you were going to say a Rip Hamilton or a Chauncey Billups or uh, even a Ben Wallace, but Yeah, I kind of uh, got your hopes up there. So so far Jermaine O'Neal's the leader of the pack. Yep. I have Bobby Jackson. Mm. Sacramento Kings Bobby Jackson. Yeah, was he, he 
was God. he at the Kings there? He was. Last year, averaged 13.8 points a game. Drafted in 97 by the Supersonics. Jackson's last two seasons have been abridged. Oh. What a great word. <laughs> was uh, he injured? By injuries. Uh-oh. Uh, but he's averaged 14.5 points per game in them, despite coming off the bench in 83 of 109 games. Fun fact... He's a sports medicine major oh, cool. at Minnesota. Bobby spent one summer working as a hospital receptionist. <laughs> I don't know why I find see, that so funny. That's the Minnesota Gophers for you. But Bobby um, Jackson was good. He was. Can I see the card, please? There you go. Yeah, he was cool. I li- and you know, the Kansas City Kings were the team before the Sacramento ones. Yeah. So it's always nice to have them show up. And I'll be honest, we have a rookie card. Oh, isn't there a thing that says like, Wee wee like rookie alert. That, no, the wee wee I think is if it's a player trade alert. Trade alert if they're wearing a uniform for uh, an old team, but they're on a different team or something. I don't. Well, know. we'll fix it in post. I'll send you something from my okay. house for a rookie alert. Are they as cool as the ladder rookies we had in season one? Ah, uh, actually, they're it's a step above. Th- this one, there's a there's a smoke machine involved, oh, and you can clearly see like the the ejection of the smoke because they didn't put that part off frame. I honestly do not know who this player is. And I thought I had a pretty good finger on the pulse of the 0405 mm. season. From the Toronto Raptors, their rookie, Rafael Araujo. Pretty cool skying for the dunk, though, with the smoke machine. Araujo? Awful. Araujo. <laughs> awful. I think, he's, I think that's <laughs> Spanish awful. for Mr. Rafael so he's 6'11", So he's a big man. He Where's was, he from? I'm get wait. Where is he? From? I haven't gotten there because I just said that Spanish. It might be Portuguese. He's from BYU. I, oh, where he's like born. I'm yeah. not sure yet. Okay. I think he's from uh, Brazil. Is my guess. Then Portuguese. That's anyway. Araujo. So he was drafted in the first round, eighth overall. So this is like a pretty big high lottery pick. Um, Araujo's successful two-year tenure at Brigham Young ended with his selection as the 03-04 Mountain West Co-Player of the Year. He led the Cougars in both scoring and rebounding while collecting double-doubles in 16 of the game of the team's 30 games. He, uh, bazooka fun fact. Fun Ra- fact, he shits at basketball. Rafael, whose father is an attorney in Sao Paulo, Brazil, was known as Hoffa at Brigham Young. Amazing. I think they buried Jimmy Hoffa <laughs> somewhere under New York Stadium. I think he's going to get buried to the bottom of the packs. I'll be honest with you. I thought it was going to take more than one episode for us to find a player we didn't know in this era. Well, but I feel like no one knows who that is. Look at his guns. I mean, he's pretty built. but He's got to be... I'm not going to accuse him of juicing, but... Now... Well, you just did. But now... Oh, cool. You got a uh, sticker. I've got a sticker or a tattoo or something for you. I don't know what it is. But these are the ones where I said they got some really crudely drawn like comic books in this series. Uh-huh. And sorry, a little, little caveat to that. A hobby of mine that I've uh, picked up over the last few years. If you look at my poster over there, Peter, it's uh, like uh, the old oh, I love it. Japanese subway manor posters. I'll put it on the Discord. But basically, I love this poster. When I first moved to Japan 10 years ago, uh, 12 years ago, I found I saw this poster <laughs> in the subways and I loved it and, and, and you couldn't buy it anywhere. However, I... Um, I learned how to use Illustrator a little bit and I could make like a big vectorized version of it and print it in my fucking self. I've done it myself. For these kind of graphics cards, I feel like I want to do the same thing. Are they um, that good? Yeah. Look at this one. We've got a Peja Stoyakovich. They're so bad that they're good. But I feel like I could scan that and uh, I could you make must. a poster sized version of it. If uh, we could, Maybe that could be a prize. This is amazing. So this a, is such a cool little thing. There's a comic in the UK called The Beano. 
And it's very much similar art style. Well, this and is the classic really Bazooka Joe. So these are the ones. I think, is this a tattoo? It's really thin. I don't know. Is that a tattoo? I don't Wait, know. Can I, see it again? I don't want to stick it on. It's too good to use as a tattoo. This would be a terrible tattoo. Yeah. But I'm going to make a poster version of that and we'll, we'll figure out what to do with it. You'll see the picture of this on uh, the Discord, ladies and gentlemen. But what it says is it's two guys watching Peja Sajakovic shoot. And he said, what's three times three? And the other guy says, nine, duh. He says, no, 240. How do you figure? Peja hit 243s. That's three per game. Ooh, a little I mean, stat drop. A little stat drop. But you got Peja in the, in, in the background just... Who anyway. has an elevation of like an inch on his... his <laughs> but these are the ones I was saying shouldn't be... No, those are not eligible. Eligible, pretend, I suppose. I don't so know. So it has to have an actual photo of the player on the card. Should we go with that as a, as a <laughs> just a general rule? I don't know. I want to because I'm not happy about your next card. Okay, and I, I'm I might take Pager if I have to. So okay, who do, who do I got as my next one? Do you want to? Well, well, we'll skip that for now. But then it's going to be. Too, do you have an insert? I have a, in a stickers. So then maybe stickers don't count too? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out what counts and doesn't well, count. Stickers together. certainly not because there's four people on the card. I'm okay, well, give you... me the sticker then because then that will we'll keep our order. Uh, Elton Brand, Chris Duhon, Shane Battier, and Mike Dunleavy. Okay, so let's go back to our real cards. All so right, so the, of those the real card is, is this yours? I have a super thick card as well, So by this the way. card is thicker than four regular cards. Does it have a gold embroidery? It has a gold background so does mine and the player's pretty good this player's all right but uh, i don't think he's warren is it just like a, a i thought it was like a featured like all-star almost maybe like the small card it's just a different version of the other card so they want you to buy 16 boxes to complete the full set so let me understand this they have stickers they have a drawing they have a baby-sized card yeah. and then a triple-sized this is card. the weirdest box of all time <laughs> but anyway this player is eligible for you to draft last season he averaged 10.9 points a game so you're probably not going to want him just yet but he's another player straight from high school darius miles oh, of the portland yeah, trailblazers the clippers he did go to the Clippers yeah. after, yeah. Was, so it's I feel like Miles Swift. Yeah, at Portland. You know, such bizarre players. Uh, uh, <laughs> at Portland, he didn't really. Uh, he really hit his his peak when he was part of that um, Clippers squad. Yeah, yeah, and they did the cool celebration when they made threes, where they'd pull out the uh, antennas. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. To communicate, because only they could communicate with their. Uh, That's it. I'm not picking him. Do you want his fun fact? I would love to hear it. Darius has made numerous TV commercial and program appearances and has acted in two feature films. He was in the the the, the, the is, teen one. Is he a mis- the mystery oh, player this week? Oh, the mystery one. That's right. No, it's not. He was in some stoner kind of like goofy comedy where he... Oh, really? It's like a teen comedy movie. And I, I remember wanting to see it. And he, he plays one of the interesting characters. Can, I, can you pull up the all-star list, please? Certainly. Certainly. Oh, boy. Well, you might have found yourself a real... Real gem here, to be honest. Because as... Oh, no, no, no. He is an all-star, still. And he was on your team, I think, both years. You have a Sacramento King legend. Though, famously, never got a ring. Despite trying to overcome those Laker dynasties of the early 2000s. Could be Vlade. Could be Vlade. Could be uh, Peja. Could be Peja. Could be Doug Christie, your favorite player of all time. My least favorite player of all time. Or it could be the best of the bunch... Keep talking. I want you 6'10 to say it. from 245 pounds. C Web from the Magic's first round pick in 1993. So it's a 12 year vet. He was traded with the Wizards in who knows what year, 98. Weber missed the first 58 games of 0304, but returned to contribute more than 18 points per game and eight rebounds per game in both the regular season and NBA playoffs. He and Mitch Richmond are the only two Sacramento Kings ever. Named All-NBA, Chris has been picked 
five times. His bazooka fun fact, among his hobbies, Chris collects art with a special interest in works by African Americans. Mm, Pretty awesome. A man of culture. A man of culture. You collect art from train stations. I'm not a man of culture. (laughs) You want to blow up tattoos to put on your wall. (laughs) Um, can you tell me how many points he scored last season, please? Well, he averaged the 03-04 Kings. He averaged 18.7, had 430 points with uh, nine boards and five assists. This is a dilemma. Do I take so him? So it's 19-9-5. and five. I'd, I'd have been ecstatic with, with pulling uh, a Chris Webber in the previous two seasons. Seriously, stop trying is, to pull the cards well, apart. Just, that is one one massive wedge of a card. I've got the same okay, thing over okay. here. So, but that um, that is your early dilemma. Do you go with Seaweb earlier, or do you? And then that takes up one of the three All Star places. Because I thought it? he didn't make it okay, to the All Star. Let's see who else we got. Who do I got? Your next player. Come on. Is is amazing. Oh, good. He's also the most hated man on this podcast. Please don't be Jason Kidd. <laughs> you got Jason Kidd. Oh God, are you serious? Now he f***ing shows up. Doesn't show up when I pay fifty dollars for him to show up with a jersey card, does he? God. Mavericks first round, nine ninety four, second overall. Blah blah blah. Co rookie of the year. Fun fact: Jason Kidd is currently being interviewed by the police for. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fun fact: Jason was such a draw that his high school team moved to the Oakland Coliseum to satisfy ticket demand. Damn, what was his actual facts about the big paragraph they write? Uh, in 0304, for the fifth time, Kidd was named to the All-NBA First Team. His selection to the All-NBA Defensive Team was his sixth. The first net ever to lead the NBA in assists back-to-back seasons. He also posted nine triple-doubles. Last season, 15.5 points a game, 1.8 steals a game, and an incredible 9.2 assists. Terrible. This is going to test your resolve, Pete. I mean, this is really bad. That's so unfair. We've said we're not going to pick Jason. I know, Kidd, but, but we'll, like, we'll he's, see now. It's like you, you just listed off, like, you know, all first-team NBA, all defensive-team NBA. Like. So, people, if you're new to the show, you might wonder, like, why do we hate Jason Kidd so much? Because he's an amazing player. Don't get me wrong. Um, the reason is... It's amazing piece of The reason is, he's, well, he's, well, his personal life aside, <laughs> um, in season one... I drafted him. Pete drafted him. The best point guard in the game should have been. Easily. Season two, I drafted him. Again, should have been the best point guard in the game. In both games... Awful. Awful. In the video game simulation. I mean, I literally, it was it was a hindrance to have him on your team. He went 0 for 11 on three point on one of my games yeah. and had to be, I had to pray that the CPU subbed in Damon Stoudemire, who hit a half court shot to carry me to an overtime loss. Yeah, but yeah. He, Jason Kidd was one of the worst, if not the most disappointing um, you know, players we've either ever drafted. And now yeah. he rears his head, episode one, to test our, you know, like you said, our resiliency. All right, your next character is another rookie card who did not get the smokescreen treatment. And I'm so unfamiliar with who he is that there's three players on this card and I don't know which would one you it is. pick him over, <laughs> if you were drafting the team, would you pick him over Raul Arajejo? I think so. At least I'm familiar with the name. Arthur Johnson. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a common name. Um, he was not drafted. He was a free agent. So. <laughs> What's his fun fact? Oh, he was the center? I, I can't tell who he is because there's three people on the card. Oh, he doesn't even have his own card? No. <laughs> does he have a fun fact? Uh, he does. does. Leave it blank? Um, uh, Johnson is the U of Missouri's all-time... What? Johnson is the U of Missouri's... Oh, University of Missouri's. I, I, I thought that oh. was like the U of my whatever. 
Johnson is the U of Missouri's all-time leader in rebounds and blocks, as evidenced by a career-high field goal percentage of 548. He's also a sound finisher around the rim. He twice led the Big 12 in uh, rebounds per game, including 0102 when he was the first freshman to do it in 25 years. This fella, is he in the NBA? Fun fact. Arthur is not in the NBA. No, uh, fun fact. Arthur's nickname is Doc, which is also his middle name. His father's name also is Arthur Doc. <laughs> drafted, not drafted. So you're looking at a guy who got some PT barely with the Nuggets. It does not get his own card. They had to pull that from an early game scrimmage. And to be honest, I think you're not drafting him or the other rookie. You think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Come on. I need some magic on my last two cards. Come Your on, Your next player is very good. That's what I want to hear. Come oh, on. Oh, he was good last year as well. And I don't think he's on the all-star list. Let me check. It's t- first name first. I don't know why I said that. It's alphabetically organized by first name. Please don't be an all-star, but please be good. I did make the list. (laughs) You have got Joe Johnson. Oh, that's good. That's good, baby. Three-point specialist. He played like last year for the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he came back and played a little bit. uh, Good old Iso Joe. Iso Joe. He did it way before, you know, your... Who are these guys who ISO... Like, Allen Iverson, of course, was famously doing it, but you have, like, James Harden. Yeah, the ISO Joe. Give him the ball. Let him isolate whoever's guarding him one-on-one. Get get you some points. Oh, baby. Inconsistencies were a thing of the past for Johnson in 0304 as he ran off a late-year streak of 42 consecutive double-digit scoring games. He also ended the year with 35 games of 40 minutes plus, the 11th longest streak in NBA history. Uh, his fun fact, Joe is friends with former Sun Center Joe Klein, also an Arkansas alum and now a Hogs broadcaster. So he's friends with someone. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, Someday that'll be my fun fact, was friends with Ian Wright. Um, <laughs> um, wow. Wow. But yeah, last season, 16.7 points Was a game. he an all-star? He's not. Oh so. man, that's easy, baby. You got lucky there. I got super bailed out, just like you did with Utah Jazz Carlos Arroyo. Oh, <laughs> Uh, sorry, it was a bit what hard. do you know about Carlos Arroyo as he a guard? Played, he played for the Puerto Rican national team. I know that. Did he really? Yeah, he was good. Did he, you know he also was not drafted? He was an undrafted oh, player. Was he not? Uh, when Jazz fans panicked about who might replace John Stockton in 0304, little did they know that management had a secret weapon stashed away. Just to uh, any sport, anyone who doesn't know what happened after the 0405 season, Carlos Arroyo did not successfully carry. <laughs> <laughs> carry on John Stockton's legacy. <laughs> you know, he was just, Arroyo, who had played only 658 minutes in two years, became a fine assist man and Utah's number three scorer. You know, bazooka fun fact, Carlos, the fifth Puerto Rican to play in the NBA, has a brother, Alberto, who is a pro in his homeland. Can I have Alberto at this, at <laughs> it's this point? It's a package deal. You can have both. Okay. Well, Carlos Arroyo, you know, he, he had a few really good years in the NBA. Sure. Uh, can I? Can you just tell me what he, how many he averaged last season? Yeah. He averaged 12 a game with uh, three boards and five dimes. Okay. Okay. I've got something to do. Now, next. Okay. Uh, My your, last card. Your final card is Jason Collins. The murderer? No, that's another Jason. Jason Williams. Jason Williams. Uh, yeah, not the not white chocolate. The other okay. one. Okay. Uh, but this is a seven-footer. Oh, cool. Fun fact. Jason was presented his McDonald's High School All-American Trophy at a Lakers game by Kobe Bryant. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, so I think, if I'm not mistaken, he is the first openly gay NBA player who came out. I remember that being a pretty sizable story, which is great that the times have changed so much where this is now accepted, but he had to take sizable risk. Yeah, him and uh, 
John Amici, who might not John be Amici, that's if you right. the name, but he was a British basketball player in the NBA and also well before came out as also yeah. He's got a brother who was on the coaching staff for the Warriors. I always get confused, Jason and it's not Jason, but it's it, just confusing if they're both called the same thing. But there's <laughs> yeah. uh, he's got a brother. Um, ah, my mind's gone blank. But anyway, Collins started every game he played uh, for the Nets in 0304. In a November seventh contest at the Boston, he revised his career highs in both points and rebounds. 19 and 13 respectively mm. um, and nine of these points came in a two minute span uh, as New Jersey closed the first half on a 13-2 run so they are the cards Is well that you got it? one more oh I got one more yeah okay. and it's a rookie card so oh. you're just kind of having a rough go of it is Three it Dwight Howard Okay. <laughs> Boston Celtics legend Justin Reed I was really confident that we'd know every player in this. Maybe I, your initial pack was just full of, uh, well, bad players. He's 6'8", 240. He's not even a bad player. He made it to the NBA, so it's hard to do. He was a Celtics second round 2004 40th overall pick. Reed was a solid four-year performer at Mississippi, a place you once called home, ending his career in the top six on the school's career shooting and rebounding charts. Chosen for an all-SEC team in all four seasons in Oxford, he was picked as the 2001 SEC Freshman of the Year. Hmm. Fun fact, uh, Justin matured into a top student at Old Miss, earning a degree and SEC academic honor role kudos. But I'll be honest, Ian, you have uh, a tough decision to make, whereas I feel mine is equally difficult between two great players. Yours is difficult in that none of your players are good, unless you want to take c -Win. Peter, you're on the clock. For your first draft pick in season three of Magic on the Blacktop, your choices are Chris the Caveman Cayman, Jason Collins, Joe Johnson, Jason Kidd, Darius Miles, Bobby Jackson, or Jermaine O'Neal. Wow, actually, those are three. There's three really great choices. You have some really good choices there. But one, noticeably, is not an all-star up until this point. True. Which I think would sway things, but who knows? I can who tell you right now, Jermaine O'Neal, who knows what goes on in this genius <laughs> you, you brain you of mine. Pick, you might pick Chris <laughs> Kamen at this point, so who knows. I, it is a tough one, but you only get three All-Stars mm. this year, and I might not get three more All-Stars. I don't even know what the packs hold, but I'll be damned if I, ha if I want to cheer for my team. I cannot put Jason Kidd on it. I can't. I can't do it. I feel like we... We've said many times, we've signed a pack that neither of us can pick Jason I at just, this point. He's let us down too much. He didn't even show up when I bought his you card. You bought <laughs> him. You bought the card and it didn't even show up. He has such disrespect yeah. for I us. I would lose what little respect I have. No, I have a lot of respect for you, Peter, but I would lose some of it if you picked Jason Kidd right now. I would lose respect for myself. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like this one is a no-brainer given the yeah. pulper draft style. Yeah. I'm going to go with ISO Joe. Yeah. This is a great pickup. Yeah. I've got a, a deep thread and a guy who can is not afraid to take a shot or, or 4.7 rebounds per game 4.4 assists 1.1 steals and 16.7 points you can't so be you're getting 17 4 and 4 off of a guy who certainly would be a starting role player yeah on, uh hopefully championship team all right ian you're on the clock your choices no particular order eric snow rafael araujo antonio mcdice justin reed Arthur Johnson, Chris Webber, Carlos Arroyo. 
Um, well, let's just narrow it down to three very quickly. Can I? Can you give me a little? Can you just tell me last year's points per game for Carlos Arroyo, um, Chris Webber? Yeah, I think you've already told me. And there was one other. I think you might want to take a look at Dice and Eric Snow. Eric Snow was what I was going to say. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you. So we're taking out um, McDice. He's done. Yeah. Okay. So of these three players, I'm going to start with um, Chris Webber. He's a forward. He averaged 19 points a game. He had nine boards and five assists. Mm-hmm. How, long, how long had he been in the, year, uh, the league at this He point? was drafted in 93, so he's entering his 12th 11, year of service. Yeah, towards the end of his career. But Actually, it's longer than that. These are 04, 05. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 11, yeah, 11 okay. 12 years. The next player is Eric Snow, 6'3". Probably guard. even older. He was drafted in 95. Okay. So around the same time, depending on if he stayed until senior or went out as a freshman. Because I think Weber left as a freshman from the Fab Five. Yeah. Okay. So he had 10 points per game, four boards, and seven dimes. Okay. And then finally, Carlos Arroyo had 13 points per game, five assists, and three boards. I, I've pondered it. I want to start fresh. This is a new era for the Essex Jammers. And as much as I would like Chris Weber to return, he's at the end of his career. And... Uh, I'm not picking him. Yeah. I want to keep these three all stuff. We've got 12, 12 weeks. We've we got no rush here. Yeah. Yep. I like Arroyo. He's, uh, he'd be a good backup point guard. But I feel that Eric Snow is just the kind of glue guy that makes the rest of the team better. I think it actually says that on the back of the card. <laughs> I just saw it. Um, yeah, it's the complimentary player who makes his teammates better. Well done. So welcome. First time Essex Jammer. Eric Snow, one disappointing. Right no, no, no. Eric Snow is a good, reliable vet. Well, this is it. This whole, this whole season is about building a team of complementary players to complement your all stars. And I feel that I can, as much respect as I have for Chris Webber, I like the uh, slightly younger Washington Bullets s Chris Webber. That's the where I'd want on my team. So, uh, yeah. I mean, if this was like even. T- you know, 99, 2000, or 0102, Chris Webber would be a lock. Yeah. He was really... But like I said, also, I want to mix it up. I, th- yeah. I think I've had him every year so far. I think you have. And Kevin Garnett and Chris Webber have been my, yeah. my uh, backcourt. So, and yeah. as we... I'm glad that we're doing a kind of later year with the 0405 because it allows us a chance to diversify like some of the teams that we've gotten familiar with. I really like this idea that we have to pick players who we've got to build around. I think I got extremely lucky with Joe Johnson. All right, well, good job. It's great to be back. See you in two weeks. Uh, see no. you in a couple, <laughs> couple of weeks. And uh, for everyone listening, thank you very much. Like I said, check out the Discord server, links to which can be found on our website. That's right. That's right. And uh, let us know who you think won the week. Um, did I did I get one past Ian with my Joe Johnson pick? Or did he make a savvy veteran move by keeping a roster slot open with the minimal exception contract to Eric Snow? Okay. But uh, thank you, Ian. It was a pleasure to be back in business. It's been too long. How's that gum smell? I'll take a piece. Why not? We'll each try a little. I've not had my hands all over. Hang on. Well, maybe there won't be an episode two when we die of some sort of lead poisoning from bazooka bubblegum. It's not bad. It can't be. It's a. It's an. It's an American icon. It's got a vanilla. Um, oh, it's just disintegrating. <laughs> it's not gum anymore. I think you can just, just eat it. But it tastes pretty good. If we survive this and don't go blind, we will see you on the next episode of Magic on the Blacktop. Bye bye. Magic on the Blacktop. Magic on the Blacktop. Magic on the Blacktop. Magic on the Blacktop. Work that ball.